Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight out of the Scarlet Halls and crawling through your crawl space. It's the movie Crawl. I'm Slide Whistle. I am a giant ass alligator in the crawl space, aka immunization. And I'm someone who doesn't know how to swim, but probably by the end of that movie, I'll learn because of alligators. Also, my name is Aaron. And Crawl is a bad movie, but people like it for some reason. I don't know why. So, my good pal, Alexander Burdick, was talking to me. He was like, it's a Sam Raimi produced film. You gotta go see it. So I wonder if he and many of his constituents were duped because of that. Wait, did he did he see it and like it? Uh, he had not yet seen it, but as of last Saturday, he said he was interested in seeing it because, quote, it's a Raimi flick. You can't go wrong. Well, let me tell you, he went wrong. I mean, it was like exactly how you would expect it to be if you looked at the trailers, and we immediately went to the movies to go see it because the trailers looked so bad. Naturally, as one does. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, it, looks up. it was so bad that we had to see it, and then we did, and it met our bad expectations. So if you like bad dialogue, bad plot devices, and alligators, this is the movie for you. This has been a paid sponsorship by Crawl. It'll be on Hulu by next week. <laughs> well, I guess we could talk about World of Warcraft. Aaron, what did you do in WoW this week? In WoW this week, I just chipped away at flying. That uh, Pennsylvania vacation kind of fucked me up. I'm behind a lot of folks, but I found everyone loves to fly, so they don't notice me when I'm on the ground. Or they fly on me like a vulture on a carcass. It's only one of the two. There's no medium. Hmm. I guess, yeah, I guess that's a good question. I I guess we haven't talked about our experiences in war mode while flying, right? I have none, because I cannot fly. Yeah, so you... (laughs) It sounds like it's probably just terrible for you out there. Well, it's, like I said, it is, I catch less horde on the way, unless they are, like, distinctly looking for me. Because it's not like we're hanging out in most zones, or, like, on the way out from running off of a boss, like, oh, I'll go fight him. There's a lot of me sitting in the bushes, they kill the thing or do the objective, and then they fly away, and I'm like, neat, now I can do it. Although, I've seen... Flying for the Alliance boys also means that if I get into a scrape, I get health a lot more than I used to, which is very nice. It's definitely because it's faster and it's easier to use. It's made war mode more active in my eyes, so I like it. Although I'm just a dirty bottom feeder at the moment who can't fly. Trapped. Yeah, and even though I have flying now, war mode has still been off, so I don't really have an estimate of what it is like nowadays. I have been on in Najatar, but... Is it off so immune? It's off for every place, both Najatar and Mechagon? 100% always in Mechagon still, and most of the time, especially if I'm playing alone, I just don't have the time to deal with it, but have honestly. You, have you had it on with flying, though? Not really, no. You mean, you mean that's the that's the one to do it because these dummies don't use their nets. No, I've I've been netted out of the sky maybe one time in Nagitar because no one uses them. Yeah, maybe I'll have to give it a whirl again. <laughs> he sounds so sad about it. Although, as a single holy priest, I could sort of see where that would be annoying because you almost never have like 
the physical DPS to get rid of people. So I would understand it. Yeah, or like they just... Okay, so I did have it on in Nagitar last week, I think. I don't believe that this was last podcast's topic. I don't think I talked about it. But I was fighting a rare in Nagitar, and I had waited for it to spawn because there was some horde killing it before me. I wait for them to kill it. They leave. I go up, and it's my turn to kill it. And I was just by myself, and it was taking a while to kill it. And I get it down to like 30%. And then these two horde rogues pop out of nowhere. They were stealth, probably right behind me, sat me, and then kill me, and then finish off my rare. It's truly a, a tale. Say, a tale as old as time, but I understand how frustrating that can be. Yeah, that does suck. But at the same time, I also did it to a guy yesterday. So. Yep, was doing it about five minutes before this podcast began recording. I like to think about it as I'm I'm avenging the fallen by doing it to people who had it done to them. Transformers 4. <laughs> so, Immune, what have you been up to in the world of Warcraft? Well, this last week in WoW, I, you know, did all my normal things. We actually ran islands again. I guess that's back in our normal rotation, which we is kind of weird. All three of them for the week. Yeah, right? And we were just, like, baseline doing mythic ones, which are... Not too bad nowadays. Other than that, you know, I did all my emissaries, my dailies, just still grinding out Exalted at both of these new places. Slide and I did Mechagon, the dungeon, which we'll get into a little bit later on in the podcast. And something fun that happened to me was when we were doing Mechagon, the Trashmaster cape dropped for me. So I got to do that fun little quest line, that little Trash Raptor Loa and... He took the cape from me and gave me the title permanently, so now I am a Trash Master Immunization. That's gotta be like one of the best titles in the game, I'm pretty sure. As soon as I saw that on Wowhead, I was like, fuck, I need to do that now. Yeah, we need to become certified triplet Trash Masters. <laughs> Sign me up. Here comes the Trashmen! Yeah, listeners of this podcast already know that we are the Trash Masters, so... <laughs> yeah, um, Slide, what did you get up to in WoW this week? Uh, I continued my rep grind. I am now at Exalted with Rustbolt and the Ancoin, so I no longer have to do any more dailies. Nice. Unless I want to. Uh, I've been getting my follower leveled up. My follower hit level 20, and he oh, gave damn. me this extremely sad story. He was telling me, he was like, listen, truth be told, I thought I would be dead by now. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. But then he was like... In uh, the Ancoan heritage, we have heirlooms that we pass down to our families from generation to generation. I have no more family, so I want you to have this. And I was like, Aww. does this make him my dad? Like, is he my dad now? Farseer Ori, and, no. And so he gave me a toy that makes me look just like him for ten minutes. So I can I can look like him, my new father, Farseer Ori. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I also, mine also got to level 20 and... He did not give me a heartfelt story, and he is not my father. <laughs> but he did give me a Snapdragon mount, which is pretty cool. Although, now that I have flying, I won't really be using it, I don't think. Yeah, I was kind of mad that I got the toy, not the mount. But then the story made up for it. I even screenshotted it. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> um, I did that. I got my first rank 3 essence. That was exciting. I played. Which I paid... one did you get? 
Uh, it's the one that's good for Fire Mage. I forget what it's called. Memories of a Lucid Dream. There you go. That's the one. Uh, I'm working towards getting the Obliteration Blast Rank Three from Mechagon, but holy shit, man, it requires a lot of those little those little oscillators. Those are really hard to get. I also stepped back into raid PvP. That was a shit show. I tried to get into heroic pug groups for the raid to get of those stupid little what are those called? Acquiesce recollections, acquiesce oh, reliquaries. Yeah. You get like like it's it's the new collectible to make things. Yeah, because if you combine those, you get the best mage essence. But I can't get it. It's, so I'm like, Ugh. so hopefully at raid tonight we kill a lot of bosses and I can make one because I really want this essence. I assume we'll at least clear like the first five or even six bosses tonight if we start on time. But yeah, I mean that's I, that's really it. Just you know, a little bit of everything, trying to catch up to. What, Mythic Raiders? Who am I catching up to? I was I about know. to say, you're very <laughs> much leading the pack. I'm doing, what, I'm doing what I can out here. I'm doing my part. You gotta make sure you get everything before you pull, what, your other 17 level 120s up, and then do it all over for them. That's kind of the goal, because I feel like it's really hard to level an alt, because I haven't had to get them all the essences, and getting them all the essences is gonna be a pain. So, I'm gonna have to target the ones that I, you know, are best for them, but... I feel like this is pretty all unfriendly, though I wouldn't say it's any more all unfriendly than Legion when you have to get like your artifacts and all that stuff built up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like legendaries, you know. Yeah, it's probably not as bad as Legion now that I think about it. I just really want to have my hunter run through this, so we'll see. But I guess we can transition from there into uh, how we did in raid last week, and we did pretty yeah. okay, I'd say. We. Uh... I, I, we one-shot most things, right? If not everything, until the queen herself. Yeah, we only wiped on what? I honestly forget what we wiped on, but I think maybe we wiped on Zakul once, but we we didn't really. It was pretty quick all the way through until we got to Ajara, and then we only got to pull Ajara like once or maybe twice, and then we had to call a night because we ran out of time. Oh, that reminds me to get my... my add-ons updated before raid so i don't get yelled at again <laughs> too busy playing the game to update my add-ons we beat or orgazoa which orgazoa. <laughs> orgazoa. <laughs> which people were it was greater pains were taken to make sure to not kick it before everyone was there so that was a pretty easy fight as far as i remember <laughs> yeah once we got that down then it was easy and then there was the Queen's Court, where you just have a magic lady and a punch man. And I remember wiping to that, but I don't remember it really being difficult. Honestly, it's really weird. I did all these fights, but I kind of don't remember, like, yeah, we a were, lot of them. <laughs> they, at least on normal, just seemed kind of simplistic. Like, I have pulled up here the Ashara's Eternal Palace bosses, and I forgot that any of the three I just mentioned were on it. Other than Orgazoa, because he's a... I mean, I get, normal is pretty dumbed down, I guess, and easy. I just felt I kind of just autopiloted it. Yeah, I don't remember the Zakul fight at all, that's, now that I think about it. That's wild, isn't it? Yeah, I remember more of the Queen Ajara fight, and we only pulled it once. I guess this is our first time through it, so naturally we're not going to have like a repertoire of the bosses, right? And So it kind of makes sense, but it still feels very odd to have like beaten all these bosses and... 
Because we're not going back there. We're going to, I think Lin, our raid lead, saved his lockout at Queen Ajara. And we're going to kill Queen Ajara and then start heroic. Oh, that, I, did, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah I did not so, know that. So that's what he said as we logged off. So hopefully we don't have to remember the fights too much because uh, <laughs> we don't. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I don't remember like what they did. But none of them were that difficult in the first place, so I wouldn't be against fighting them all. Because the Queen Ajara fight, as soon as you walk in there, like, a fun graphic comes up, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> this is going to be a pain in the butt. We're in trouble. But yeah, while we're talking about the Ajara's Eternal Palace raid in general... The Mythic Race started this week, and as of recording right now, there are several guilds that are at like 3 out of 8 right now. They're like fighting Ashvane as we speak. Uh, Last time I checked, I think there were about 11 guilds that were 3 out of 8 Mythic, and I don't know if it's surprising or not. It's going to happen before, but there were 3 Alliance guilds up there. They weren't weren't at the tippy top, but they were fighting for it, and I'm like, come on. Come on, alliance guilds. But it's the usual like method limit. But it looks like they're. I, I kind of thought that they'd be farther by now. Like I know, blackout just started today. Yeah, but... I mean, and as far as EU goes, there's just opened up like very, very recently. Yeah. Like even less recently than what we could have. I was listening to the to the stream a little bit before we started and they're talking about the asian guilds might actually be uh, a surprise winner this time around so assuming it's gonna be a real ass race which is very exciting i would say i would prefer that versus the two or three that it's been for the past like decade yeah it's just i mean it's it's still kind of exciting but like if having multiple horses in the race is always fun mm-hmm uh speaking of horses in the race i uh i think i'm gonna be trying this raid out as fire mage so we're gonna have two oh, fire mages Aaron. wow <laughs> i'm gonna send you a cease and desist <laughs> you're <laughs> you're intruding on my copyright okay i ran lfr today and i practiced my fire rotation all three buttons lfr open so that's fun, I yeah, guess. I was surprised. I mean, it kind of makes sense, but it, it only drops eye level 400 gear, which feels lower than what it used to drop in Eldir, but that's probably, yeah, I mean, it's part re- of the course. It just... I remember LFR gear being slightly useful, but I guess also that was when I was like, I'm a very casual player. And while I'm still casual and not very good, we're like at, we're at the cutting edge. So, eh. I'd be interested to see for someone just coming back if that's useful for them or like an ult. Because when I ran it, I I came in at boss number two. I didn't get any gear, but I'm doing it for the hopes of Titan forging, which I kind of hate because I don't like hoping for a lucky Titan forge. But I mean, if it happens, it happens, right? Mm-hmm. I just feel like Titan forging is bullshit. It feels kind of stupid. I don't like that. Wow, it's a slot machine. Meh. Slot machine. Have you guys messed around mess, messed around much with the Benthic gear? I have been, I mean, using it. I've upgraded some to make it better than my standard gear. But a lot of the traits that I have for using them aren't really silly. So it's less messing around and more just like, oh, that's a higher number and better stats for me. Um, what about you? I mean, you messed around at all? I have not. I 
looked at what you can get from all of the benthic gear and there aren't really any stats that are too appealing to me maybe if i just invested all of my mana pools in like one piece it would be just like so much of like an eye level upgrade that i would have to use it so i should probably look into that because i think i have enough now that i could do that got my silly billy shoes <laughs> one of the uh one of the things that i saw people in the guild doing was they were fishing for sockets so because the pieces have a chance to roll sockets if you just keep spending mana pearls on a piece and opening it you you want it to have a socket and you can have like all pieces on you socketed with the new gems so i kind of tried that a little bit and i got like i have four pieces that are that have sockets but then i ran out of mana pearls to upgrade them with so i just have this collection of more gear sitting in my bags taking up space that i can't use yet now what is your most interesting side effect from a benthic gear because i have one that i was very excited about what was it I got a cloak that when you wear it, the murloc merchants that feature the farting fish have secret bonus items. I don't know if this is something that everyone just does, and I'm the last one to the starting block, but I was like, interesting. So I put it on, and he was like, yo, I have like a golden farting fish for twice (laughs) as many random things. So I'm interested to see... I only talked to one. I was like, that's neat. And then changed to my actual cloak. But I'm interested to see what other merchants have new and exclusive items for me. So our main man, Merle, the man running this Ponzi Murloc scheme, if you talk to him, he'll have an extra like purple epic item for trade. And each day that changes. If, if you're wearing the cloak, you can see the extra mm. one. And so it, this allows you to buy secret stuff. That's how I got the uh, the Crimson Tide Stallion, which is just a red gold armored uh, seahorse. Probably one of the most valuable items he has is the, I think a tome. And this tome gives you 150 experience with all three of your followers. So you can level them all up at once. Ooh, snap. And I think when you do that, it gives you like 500 rep because you get all the rep from each follower leveling up. So it's very lucrative. So as aforementioned, Slide and I ran the Mechagon dungeon. We fully cleared it. It took us, how long would you say? It was like two and a half, three hours. And But we had a good tank who knew what he, who, who knew what he was doing. <laughs> we had at least one other DPS that was somewhat competent, one that was not at all. But, you know, it, it wasn't that bad. I heard that some people it was taking them like four plus hours or not even being able to finish it in one sitting but ours was pretty easy like well not easy but like it wasn't we didn't have to stop because of frustration well yeah because i mean our our tank honestly really carried us through all of that like if he wasn't there we probably wouldn't have finished it we probably would have either spent five hours on it instead (laughs) so shout out to that guy so the two of you, you said that you ran through the entire thing, right? So you beat King Mechagon? Yeah. So tell me about that boss fight, because I did hear that there was something in it that I was really, really, or rather would be really excited about. So at first, he starts out in some kind of mech thing you fight, and he's like, <laughs> you know, zooming around on the platform with you. 
And then once he is defeated in that, yes. he ejects and goes into this giant mech yes. that's next to the platform. <laughs> yes. And then he like whips out his nipples, and then you yeah, start functional. Baby. It's a nipple punching. Andrew, my roommate, told me that he was like, yeah, and then he gets in a big mech. I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, and he does, it's kind of like Krosis or whatever, where you like fight his chest. I was like, there's a nipple punching fight? We were doing it, and Immune goes, it's a nipple fight. And I was like, it's a nipple punch. And I said, what are you talking? And then I saw those two glorious nipples staring at me from across the way, and I knew I had to punch them. <laughs> and then he said there was something like you get him down to like three percent and then he ejects it's just like and it's the other thing i talked about where he was like i'm just gonna fight you now yeah he was he was like put him up put him up and he tried to like punch you with his fists yeah and then he like doesn't really do anything and you burn him down really fast and like doesn't do any damage and it takes like 10 seconds to kill him <laughs> i i greatly look forward to fighting him would, would you say that was your favorite boss in it no I don't think so, actually. Hmm. Honestly, there were a lot of really good fights. There are a lot of really interesting fights that feel super different. I'm trying to think of one that I actually did not like, but they, like, the first one's kind of generic, where you just fight two Junker Gnomes, and, like, one's, Aaron, you're gonna love these two. One rides, like, a big, like, motorcycle. Of course. And the other one... There, there, there he is. He's coming by. He's <laughs> by. Ready for round two, bitches. Uh, and the other one, she just like fires a little a laser beam at you. I don't know. But so the guy on his on a sick bike makes like smoke clouds that you have to hide in when she fires a beam at you. Mm-hmm. But he's also he's also like he's 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 like heck yeah, popping a wheelie. Or he's like <laughs> I'm gonna ride my hog right through ya, making bike jokes and stuff. And it's, <laughs> I think probably one of the most interesting fights is. There's two of them. There's one where you have to keep running around in a circle. You have to keep moving. You can't stop because there are robots that are cleaning the area. You have to stay yeah. Oh dear, so my poor scorch area. key. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like it's in the area where all the slime spawn, where the reclamation rig is normally. Mm-hmm. And th- there's this sludge everywhere and there are these cleaner bots that are imagine if it was flood from super mario sunshine but he could walk around by himself and spray the ground and clean it up and you have to follow him around and he cleans things up for you and keeps you safe from all these other slimes that are coming around so basically you have to be moving the entire time circling around the boss in the center and it takes a while but it's probably the safest way to do it and then there's one where you have to you have to overcharge Tesla coils and take their power to zap the flying boss to bring him down. And it but like before you get there, there's like a series of traps that are like in Temple of Sethralis or that one fight we talked about last week, the Hunter Man from Legion. It's like a mixture of those two. It's it's just a lot of they they put a lot of love into this dungeon and and, and you can tell. And we haven't even tried hard mode because you can't do hard mode on the same lockout as normal. So you have to dedicate a time to do hard mode because hard mode also can't be split up into two sessions. You have to do it in one session and that's it. Oh, dang. And people are saying it takes like four hours, four, four plus hours is taking people to do the hard mode version. And these are like competent people. So imagine how long it'll take us. <laughs> Ten days. But the rewards for doing it seem so worth it. You get what you get a mount. You get you get a chance at a four thirty Azerite helm, which has looks has cool team log. 
Uh, you get a chance ooh, at a I... 430 wake-up call. Just the maid calls up. Mr. Wilbanks, it's time, it's time to get up. You get to punch some serious nipples on that one. <laughs> I save my best nipples for hard <laughs> They're <laughs> hard for hard mode. <laughs> you got you to gotta tweak them. <laughs> like, you don't know this, but... You know, you start fighting King Mechagon in hard mode, and then he's like, I activate my spell card, and then it's just the harpy-plated breastplate. (laughs) (laughs) Swords of Revealing Truth, or Light, I don't know, that one, canon turtle. There's a lot of cool transmog in there, too. When I I, I first saw people posting this, the Jinkard Motivator, which I think I mentioned two weeks ago, where it's a staff, it's a staff that only monks and druids can get. It's like a big Tesla coil on a stick. I got him a hunter and I farmed that and I got that previously. But a better version of it dropped from Mechagon. I got like a big goldie, a big golden Tesla coil. It looks Ooh. awesome. There's punch there's punch cards that I got that are that are very unique and only come from there. In fact, me, the mage, I got an awesome healing punch card that I could have traded immune, but we forgot that we could trade it to each other. So now it is but ashes. Yeah, right? Exactly. Like, we went that entire dungeon without ever thinking to trade anything we got, and I don't know why. We're always really good about that. We both had gear we didn't need, and we both just kept it in our bags and didn't talk about it. <laughs> we done fucked up. This week, Aaron, we're gonna have we're gonna drag you in there, and we're gonna show you the beautifulness of my city. Well, you know what? I really, really did try to get into Mechagon. But during my time in Rustbolt, I ran into a sworn enemy. Huh? I So I'm sitting there Who? by Mechagon huh? trying to find a group when all of a sudden a greater pyroblast comes out of nowhere. I thought, now who's this fool out here doing greater pyroblast? They know they're going to get beat up by security. And I round the corner to see four robots beating up a Pandaren with a bad hat on, and I see... Her. Kill monk. With bad hat on. This Pandaren fire mage, for whatever reason... Well, I guess I say what for whatever reason, but I definitely did uh, slash laugh at her while security beat her up. And then oh, I, well, that's why. And then I was like, okay, like that makes sense. And then she came back, and she tried to do it again, and it didn't work. And so I did it again. Then she came back, and then she came back, and then she came back 11 additional times. Each time she would show up, cast one spell on me, and then security would ream her out. I'm like, one, how do you keep doing this? She had to have kept getting the armor reduction thing, because there's no way. Like, she would have had an hour-long timer at some point. And I'm just like... Yeah, like, she would have had to keep running back. I'm like... <laughs> After a long-ass time break. Why, why keep doing this? Like, it has not worked the previous ten times. Why continue to? So, Killmonk, if you're out there, I'm willing to have an interview. I just... I want to know what's going on. I just don't understand, because there's no way she could have won that. She would have needed, like, a whole team of Killmonks with her to get the job done. Even then, with a whole team of that, do you think it'd work? <laughs> Like, if there was more than one of her? No. It was sad, because, like, I would see her sometimes, and she'd, she'd, she'd leave. Like, I'd be like, okay, she's done. So I'd run past her, and then I'd maneuver my camera around my shoulder, and I'd see her hands wiggling, and I'm like, Killmonk, don't do this. 
baby girl, don't do this. <laughs> she's not even trying to kill a monk. She's trying to kill a mage. <laughs> Should we kill mage? Uh, that's her. That's her alt that got banned. But you know, she still really believes in the kill mage uh, lifestyle. She's trying. She's trying her hardest. I love you, kill monk. Get go get help. If you wouldn't have laughed at her, this never would have happened. I'm pretty sure. That's very true. But I love to laugh when people get beat up by security. Because my other thought is she was like, because I'm a fire mage too. So she's, is she like, are we trying to have a duel? Are we trying to have a fire mage off? But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to watch the four Securitrons punch you and put a net on you 17,000 times and just be like, okay, I'm going to go shopping. <laughs> I'm going to buy stuff. Growlina, girl, what you got this week? members of the DN army, Growlina here with Ryan, as we manage to find a quiet spot of Rustbull. So Roy, what are your feelings on this grand old city? Eh, wasn't about it at first, but I like Mechagon a little bit more than Najatar. It's easier to traverse. I see. So is it weird being cooped up next to all these hordies? A little. My add-on is going off every four seconds. Ah, yes. I've heard that happens. I wonder if it's as strange for them, too. Have you done any alt-leveling over there? Oh my. It appears as an orc has found our recording. Perhaps I'll weigh in on a moment here. I have no clue what you're saying. You gotta wait a sec- Wait, no, Roy, don't run out there. He can't do anything to us in here. Wait, Roy! Right, no, don't run outside, you'll get... Damn. Another interviewee, brutalized by four blood elves, a cow, and a goblin. <sighs> Is it Tuesday again already? Well, until I get a new interview lined up, back to you in the studio. So, earlier in the podcast, we mentioned a little bit about the different essences that we got, but I thought this episode we might dive in a little more in. It's a few weeks into 8.2 now, we can talk about how we feel about our essences that we have, you know, all of us have our minor essences now, too. Yeah, so what essences are you guys running? I personally, so all I, I typically follow the guides because they are made by much smarter people than I. And it says memory of lucid dream is the one I'm supposed to be going for, which is you look deep down inside yourself and then you decide you can fire blast really fast. <laughs> but I don't really like it because it really only has one situation in which I feel like it's very useful. That whole like hit combustion and then slap three buttons thing. Mm -hmm. The one I've really been enjoying is the world vein essence, which you, so your passive is every so often you poop out a crystal on the ground that increases your primary stat. As long as you stand, I believe it's five yards away from it. And then sounds right. It's major is you can make two of them appear at will. And that's just really cool because it's just, 
it happens. I get bonus damage. It happens pretty frequently, and I'm pretty sure it benefits other people. So I'm like, I'm helping. I w- I think it only I think it only benefits if the other people also have Azeroth rolled vein. But if we all were to get it, like if our entire raid was to use it, and we all use it at the same time, I think we would all see like a billion crystals at once. Because I definitely <laughs> be so cool. there was a shaman, an elemental shaman in our raid group, and he had it too. And I had my one, which when I put out one and I have it available, I put two more, so we had three. And then he did the same thing. So we were sitting there back to back like it was like a John Woo slash The Matrix film, shooting fire with our six crystals, and it just felt really cool. What's your minor one that you're that you're using right now? Like, what do you have in your minor slot? Um, do you have a minor slot? Yeah, you might, you might uh, on minor that one, it... Oh, the minor slot, that's like the 55-60? Yeah. Nope, 55. I do not. The only additional thing is I have a thing that gives me plus 3% haste. But I don't have a minor right now, which stinks. Yeah, well, I mean, you'll get it eventually. Yeah, I just... It's easy enough. Yeah, I just... Blech. I just, I'm behind on all these things, so by, like, episode 78, I'll be like, I got it! And you guys are like, we're playing the new expansion now. Oh, uh, yeah, I have two essences now. <laughs> Wait, you have, what no, level does I that was, happen I was at? saying, I was saying, because he, he said by then, I will, I will have two. But you oh. can't, you can't get your mind, you, you can't have two minors, though. That is a thing, eventually. Oh, but only one major. Yeah, only one major. Okay, yeah, because I just got to 55, it was, like, a few days ago, so I have my first minor, and I'll say, as a holy priest, I feel kind of underwhelmed about the essences that I've been provided with so far. Maybe with the like upgraded versions, I'll like them a little more. But I've, as my major one, still been using my very first one I got. You know, the one where you just like fire like a fireball of Azrite that either does damage or heals. I just use it as an additional instant cast heal, which is nice because I don't really have too many of them. Yeah, it's nice. Or I can throw in, like, a sizable amount of damage sometimes if I need to. And my minor one, I've been using this one that just reduces the cooldown of my major cooldown him by 30 seconds. So, that's pretty cool. Now it's on 2.5 minute cooldown. Oh, wait. So, what's on normally as a cooldown? Like, Oh, wait. I think I misspoke, actually. Maybe that's its, like, major ability? No, I, th- I think it. I think even as a minor, it reduces it, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it's I just know that I chose the one that affects him. And I think I was reading that, like, at some point, it also just sporadically uses him, like, a miniature, like, two-second him here and there as well. I, I don't know. I need to look more into it. I just know that I use the one that involves him. You keep saying him, and it's such a weird word that I keep thinking that it's affecting a yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. And I'm like, I'm like, who? Just thinking who? about looks up out of window into the sun. Him. Like, yeah, like, who is this affecting? <laughs> I had to think about this for a second. Him. <laughs> Him. <laughs> uh, I've been swapping with mine out a little bit. My miner is currently World Bane Essence. Yay, yay. I just have a little baby poop every now and then. I can't control the poops. My major, I've been using... The Mother Obliteration Beam in Mythic Plus Dungeons, and when I just want to kill stuff fast, like in Islands or whatever. But it's not really the best one to be using, in general. But it just looks so pretty that like I want to use it because it looks so it looks so fun. 
and it has a chance of random randomly obliterating enemies. I've seen it just vaporize dudes, and it says obliterated. I'm like that's fucking awesome. Oh, where it normally pops up with like a number of damage you do, it just says obliterated. Obliterated, and then they're just gone. Like they just get popped. I wonder uh-huh. how then, big of an enemy that can do if it's like you'll never defeat me, champions, and then like you just so happen to hit a shard with it, like bloop, obliterated. Done. I think on my Frost Mage, I've been using the one that Immune City uses still. The, the one that heals or does damage. But I've been using Fire a little bit to test it for PvP. Because I, I, I PvP and Fire. I PvE and Frost. And I want to use Arcane, but it's just so stinky right now. But so my, my Fire Essence that I use is Memory of a Lucid Dream. I just use it whenever I combust, and it's just like, well, whatever. I have two big cooldowns instead of one, but it's so boring. Like it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel cool as cool as like the big beam or mm-hmm. the heal or the damage. Or like dreams of absolution. This sounds like my, uh, I, this sounds like a weird movie. Uh, it is dreams actually of absolution. It is actually Silver the Hedgehog's theme from Sonic 06. I just wanted to slip oh, that, that one that's... in because the other day I was in the shower, I was like, that sounds like an <laughs> essence. <laughs> What did you guys' essence count? Like, what do you have? Five. How many do and you then, have? Five. Uh, d- dreams of, or, dreams of a lucid dream, wet dream is upgraded because Jane is like, <laughs> okay, you're a fire mage. You should really be using this one as like, I take the doorknob or seashell she gave me and just like threw it down. Like, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm at six. Yeah, six. You boys got ten. I'm only missing one, and I should have it by tonight, hopefully. I did. I did PvP. I got my tenth one in the my little box. It's not very good. It just lets us use temporal shield in PvE, whatever. But uh, I got ten essences. Four of them are rank two, and one of them, which is uh memories of a growing boy or whatever it's called it's uh, a <laughs> young boy <laughs> that one's that one's rank three uh that one costs 50 mana pearls costs all my pearls i tried to clutch them but they just <laughs> can't my fingers i like that a random ann cohen has this incredibly powerful doorknob and it's like oh, no but i'll trade you for 50 pearls blah 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 except except, except that i'm a hero who's like trying to save all you Yes, but capitalism, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I, I feel like this Azerite rework, rework is really good. I feel like there's so many different things you can do with your gameplay and how you can change it up and, like, the content you're doing or how you feel. I mean, I guess I don't know how it is for Holy Priest. Probably not very like that at all for you, right? I mean, yeah, you know this, and I've seen some posts on Reddit, too, about how people feel really unenthused about the essences so far for holy priests and i kind of agree i mean maybe i'll feel differently and i honestly really haven't looked at like any official guides i just feel like none of them seem that impressive to me holy priests seem like there's like not a lot of guides out there is that some shania sure was hell yeah i'm i'm just glad they finally like this i'm just the old system was so bad. It was so bad. You have Azurite on your gear. You can't use it unless you have a certain neck level. But it just felt so poopy, and I'm glad that they 
adjusted it. So now it doesn't feel poopy, but now you have little poops. Yeah, <laughs> from big from big field poop to little tiny Azurite poops. I'm cool with that. And I've got the laxative, well, so I can poop whenever I want, but only once every minute. Speaking so, of laxatives and feeling like I need to poop whenever I want, I am pulling time war. <laughs> <I'm laughs> <laughs> <laughs> you <he> must be <laughs> pulling my leg. <laughs> Which really WoW characters have IBS? <laughs> what if he would just like t- brains of laxatives? <laughs> no. <laughs> Which WoW character poops the most? That one's Aaron for sure. Yeah, it's just me. Garlina poops the most. <laughs> time out, time out. I can't pull this boss. I, I gotta shit. Let me hike up the dress. <laughs> now that we have stolen Time Warp back from the sweaty gumbo, we are here. And I have a little question for you too. You guys will have 40 seconds to name as many answers as you can. And this week's category involves the alliance navy oh fuck oh shit and i'm going to ask you to to list as many members former or current of the alliance navy are you ready get set go galen proudmore um jana proudmore catherine proudmore um, david proudmore henry proudmore Derek proudmore shit uh, um, um, uh, um, um, Gralina. Sky Captain Swayze. Sky um, Captain Rogers. Sky Admiral Rogers. That's Sky. She's, um, she's the aerial. Um, Socks. Um, 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 oh, what's the name of that lady? The vendor lady who gives Seven Legion stuff. She's a drain eye. She looks um, real good. Oh my god. I know, oh, she know her name. It's something V. Valani is her name. Captain... I'm going to say now. Um, Captain Sanders. Scr- S- Scrotumberry. Uh, uh, it's, it's definitely Scrotumberry. <laughs> hey, show me your Scrotumberries. Yes, my favorite is Scrotumberry. Um, okay, <laughs> but I think Slide won this one. Yeah, yeah. Let me pull up the official list that I had so I can name. <laughs> like weed. Am I right? <laughs> I got up the vape, the the big vape bowl. Okay, so I guess there are quite a few named members of the Alliance Navy over the years, and the ones that you guys listed, I think, were you know, Grand Admiral Jess Jess Terith, um, Jaina, who seceded from. Well, I guess technically Catherine doesn't count because at that point, Colteris wasn't part of. The Alliance Navy, that but Jaina is now. There is Sky Admiral Rogers, which I guess counts. Does the Air Navy count if it's still a boat? Yeah, I, I would. Yeah. I would say if you're in a boat, if you have a pirate hat, it counts. I mean, they have a navy. I don't think they have an air force, right? I don't think they, I don't think they have an Alliance Air Force. Well, I mean, and they're literal there boats is, too. Yeah. So there's a gyrocaptor oh. force. Shit, you're right. Uh, no, but it's the bows. The yeah, bow so cap- I also counted when Aaron said we miss pack, uh, Sky Captain Swayze. We miss Admiral Taylor. Uh, we that did was the miss one I was thinking Admiral when I was Taylor. like Captain Sanders. I was like, I was like, he he <laughs> dies. No one cared. I have a knife named after him. 
Yeah, okay, and then there are a few other named ones here that I don't remember, like Admiral Aubrey, <laughs> Admiral Odysseus. What? Uh, Admiral Walsh, Vice Admiral Keller, High Captain Justin Barlett. Who's that? Grand Excuse Marshal Tremblade. <laughs> um, Admiral Nightwind, Rear Admiral Hartley. How Excuse me, what, these, what do you have to do these, to become a rear admiral? These have to just be <laughs> corpses you picked up in, like, Pandaria. Like, Are these like, all just humans? They do seem to be mainly humans. It looks like there's one night elf. Um, and then... Yeah, that, that that's it. So I, I guess it's mainly the Stormwind Navy. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Okay, oh, well... <laughs> I, I, I see your list. There is Sky Captain Swayze. There he is. Six NBC of the week. He made the list. Well, let me go and get another drink because I finished it prior. I don't. I had the gravity to be like, I'm going to win this one. So pardon me. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's the sound of drinking. Chug-a-lug-lug, bitch. <sighs> one that's to- a quote from <laughs> Crawl. <laughs> I, I, I can believe it. Apex Predator. Wait. All day. That's a real quote. I mean, I guess since we're on the topic of our wonderful Navy of Stormwind, I guess we can move into our sexiest NPC of the week. Ah. And you probably are wondering, how is this related to our Navy? Well, first of all, sailors are sexy. And second That's of all, fact. the sailor, the sailor who's running the show deserves recognition today. And this week's sexiest NPC of the week is none other than our favorite boat bitch, Grand Admiral Jess Tarrath. That's right, you love her, you know her, you've seen her in Boralus holding that wheel for, what, like 200 days now. You totally knew her name before she became your follower. You have to go (laughs) and talk to her because that's the only way you're going to make it over there, so sorry bud. She is looking good in her white, all-white armor, repping that Colteris anchor, even though the Wildpedia article says no one knows why, because she is not from from <laughs> Colteris. It's a cool tabard, though. Apparently that tabard is a tabard you would get for doing the Mr. Pandaria pre-patch event, so we can never get that, but we can look at it and Ooh, be jealous. Ooh, unless I take it off of Admiral Jess Talith. Only if she says you can. That's very fair. It's all about consensual relations. My favorite, Jess Tarith. Also, is she the only human in history to have a hyphenated first name? I would love an explanation on the name Jess-Tarith. <laughs> Explain yourself. I don't know. Maybe I assume that was her last took name. took her husband or wife's last name and hyphenated it with hers. I guess you're right. I guess, it's like, I guess it is her last name. Because, like, Admiral Taylor, his name isn't Taylor. So yeah, well, what if it no, was? You're right. <laughs> Just... And then after he retired from the military, he went on to go make clothing. <laughs> hey, it's Taylor, Taylor, the Taylor. What's going on? <laughs> when I die, I hope you remember me. Oh no, you didn't. Oh, but his sword has is really cool transmog. It is, and that's what he'll always be known for. Also, he had a cool stick. He had a lot of cool weapons. It's a shame that he he had cool he, everything. When he turned into a ghost, everyone was like, okay. hey. His, Guys, gar- his garrison was cool. Oh, Back sorry. off. We're talking about one woman today, and it's Grand Admiral Jess Tarrath. And not just any woman, but by the way, I, this fact kind of blows me away. 
Jess Tareth is currently the highest ranking member of the Alliance Navy below the King. So what you're saying is she's the highest ranking member of the Alliance Navy. Like, I don't know what Anduin's doing, but I don't see him commanding any fleets out here. This also, is... you guys totally could have said Anduin during the time warp, I guess. Uh, oh yeah, yeah Anduin is the leader of the, the leader Navy. Of, like all militaries. Fuck. The only time I've ever seen that motherfucker was on a boat was when we were on that silly Kul'Tiran boat and I named it after his dead mom and he cried. <laughs> but I, I can't believe that a woman with this much power, like she is the basically leader of the Navy. She's calling the shots and she has just been holding on to the helm of that boat, driving us around like an Uber driver. Let her get out there. Let her lead her fleets. She did her time though. Apparently she's been in this game since like 2007, which yeah. blows my mind too. Yeah. She's been in this game since forever. I was reading the Wildhead comments and everyone was like, yeah, this uh, NPC's not being used. Maybe they're going to make like some kind of uh, naval battleground for her to be in. I was like, what? Huh? Yeah, I guess she was just chilling in the Stormwind Keep, uh, like around the war tables for like 10 years. All I know I I is that she is so beautiful and lovely that she managed to... Let me ignore that questionable haircut. <laughs> Whoa. Her hair is fine. It's not that questionable. <laughs> that thing looks like an overturned pasta pot. And you know what? It only adds to her charm. If she was 100% perfect, she'd be unobtainable. But that pasta pot, slicked down black haircut lets me know this is a human that I'm talking to. And not like just the race, the human, like a relatable person. She is more attainable than that tabard. That shit is indeed a pasta pot. You're right. That's a pasta pot haircut. <laughs> I could turn that stuff over and eat linguine for days. Oy vey. It's crazy that she she gave us a quest when we went to Najatar, right? She was the one who was like, hey, listen, my friends are dead. You gotta find these captains, because I didn't realize that she's their boss. So she has to know where her captains are. Yeah, she's been running the show without us even knowing. And now she's my follower, and she's going out on my deep sea missions for me. <laughs> Thanks, Just Tareth. You to bomb. And also, she is cute. And that makes her our sexiest NPC of the week. Just mm. Ad, I'm sorry, Grand Admiral Just Tareth. She earned that full title, and we're gonna use it. Damn it, Grand Admiral Just Tareth. Your awards in the mail. I'll see you back on the boat when you return from our 18-hour mission I sent you on. Please come back soon. Please become a legendary follower. Oh my God! Oh, I gotta know what your your abilities are gonna be. Make me, make me that money, Jess Tareth. Her her ability is she unlocks her haircut in all of the barber shops across the land. Oh, God. <laughs> Sign me up. Everyone can get that sweet pasta bowl, bowl cut. That's the sound of the pasta going through the colander. Spicy orgazoa on the pasta. Spicy orgazoa on Grand Admiral Jess Tareth's head. Orgazoa. So, now that we have named our sexiest NPC of the week, I think it's about time to start wrapping things up and go on into our top toot bottom boot, or medium of the week. Slide Whistle, what do you have this week? <sighs> I didn't really have anything until I ran that LFR two hours ago. 
Boy, I got a big old bottom boot for this week. Oh, no. Excuse me, what do you have? I'm sorry. I got a big old bottom boot for this week. There you go. I was in a 30-minute queue for LFR so I could maybe hope for a Titan Forge. I'm practicing Fire Mage, learning how the fuck to play a new spec that I forgot how to play. And the queue pops. I get in. And we are at our boy, the Blackwater Behemoth. It is Blackwater, right? Is that what his name is? Deepwater? Deepwater. Deepwater Behemoth. Thunderwater, bitch. We're at we're at the big snake the boy barracuda. underwater. We're at, we're at the Barracuda Behemoth. <laughs> barracuda. But, uh, so I'm there. And I'm like, okay. So, so I phase in to Blackwater Barracuda Snake Man, which means that, A, I missed the first boss, so I'm already mad because now I have to wait and queue again eventually to kill the first boss. Second of all, I'm underwater right at the boss. We already have two stacks of determination. This group sucks. I'm like, great, this group <laughs> fucking sucks. I can't fucking believe this. This is going to be a shit fest. So then I'm, I'm just waiting for, for us to fill. I open up my map. I'm looking around at achievements and stuff. And finally, the, the pull timer goes off, and we're pulling in five seconds. As that begins, I begin taking damage. I begin to drown. Oh, no. Because it phased because it, it phased me in front of the boss. So I didn't have to do the whole thing where I ran from the top of the thing down into the water. I didn't have to do any of the swimming. I was just there. So I forgot that I couldn't fucking breathe because everybody else was just standing there. So the pull timer is going off. And literally as the pull timer hits zero, I die. <laughs> I died before the pull even officially began. And the minute I, the second I died, they pulled. So I just had to sit there, lifeless in the water, as I floated. Embarrassed, as I said, these people all suck. This is going to be terrible. And I'm the one who fucked up. <laughs> but they killed the boss, and I got the loot. I mean, I didn't get any loot. I got gold, but still. So it's a mostly bottom boot. I felt shame. Much shame. But I kind of made it out okay. It was the, the classic LFR, do nothing, achieve loot. <laughs> Although you almost were punished for your doing nothing. Yep. Including not drinking the uh, the little oxygen-rich membrane. Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, what about you, Aaron? What's your top two bottom moot or medium moot? My top toot of the week goes to a little constant power struggle I call the Great Mezzanine Bridge. So there is a bridge to the, I believe, north of the main city... For the Alliance, which through a little jungle okay. area connects to the Horde area. And you better believe every 15 minutes, some member of the opposite faction spits on someone else. And all of a sudden we got a 20 v 20, 30 v 30 slobber knocker going down Ooh. at that bridge. And I feel like there's never, like, a middle ground. It's always just everyone's pushing one way. And then, like, one person's like, switch! And then everyone runs back. <laughs> that's what happened. You're right, though. That's what switches. happened. And it is a hoot and a half. I was just slapping goblins all day. And I got 21 of my 25 against overwhelming Ooh. odds kills there. And it only took me, like, 15 minutes. So thank you, Mezzanine Bridge. I'm sorry that we're constantly fighting each other, but it'll get me cool stuff. I I love that it seems that like no matter what phase of the game that is, there's always some weird push pull 
like war mode fight or PvP fight because that remember me and Immune found that remember it was the Brazilians at four in the morning fighting each other in Zuldazar doing the same push pull and then switch <laughs> and then we all switch sides. Turn it over and Will Smith it. Switch. So Immune, what is your bottom boot, medium moot, or top two? I went reverse order that time. Whoa. Whoa. That's my bottom boot. <gasps> Just Changing kidding. tradition. Out. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but for real, my top toot of the week this week goes to the Mechagon Dungeon. Not mm-hmm. only were all the fights really cool, I'm glad we had like a tank that it was able to lead us through it so it wasn't too painful, but... You can tell, as slide said earlier in the podcast, that they put a lot of effort into designing this. It felt like, even though it was a mega dungeon, it felt very cohesive because a lot of the fights perfectly led into each other. The fights themselves were really interesting and unique. The whole atmosphere was there. And then, to top all all of it off, I got that cool cape that gave me a new title that I'm thrilled about. So, overall, two top toots. Didn't you get a ring that was a big upgrade for you, too? Yeah, I got a ring that was like a 70 eye level upgrade. I was about to say, like have, have we finally cast off the 360 rings that haunted you for a year? Yeah, literally every expansion, every patch, I have this ring from like two patches ago that I'm still holding on to because it has better stat combination for me. And... Yep, now I have one that is, even though it was like a 50 eye level upgrade, Ask Mr. Robot said that it is a 3% upgrade. So there you go. I can't believe it. It's fine. 3% upgrade for how many levels of eye level? Like 40, 50? Granted, I mean, as a healer, Mr. Robot's not going to give you the exact stat upgrade, I guess. But No, but it's also because like rings don't have like primary stats on them anymore. Yeah. So... so even then, it's still not really... Yeah. yeah, everything else is still not an upgrade. Healers are weird. I don't understand them. I don't get them. Nobody likes them anyways. Get them out of here. No, no one likes healers in video games. Ah, sniping. But yeah, I think we're, we're about done here. Uh, go see Crawl if you want a good laugh. Pokemon is meh. Monster Hunter's doing okay. What else are we? We have other ones. Uh, ASMR. ASMR. Um, go subscribe to GB. Yeah, there you go. So if you guys have any more suggestions for things you want us to talk about or to add to our growing list of uh, podcasts we are, because now we are an official Crawl fan cast. And um, don't worry, all of you guys out there that are eagerly awaiting our next Brandy and Mr. Whiskers update it is on the way. I promise eventually we will talk about Brandy and Mr. Whiskers again soon. I have, movie's gonna be lit. I have Latin American Snake on the phone ready for the next episode. <laughs> but if, if, you, uh, if you have any suggestions, comments, complaints, if you want to send us hate mail, just send us something. Make us feel alive. You can send that to us at uh, do not relap pod at gmail.com or you can tweet at us on Twitter at do not relap pod. What about you guys? We're going to find you on the internet. You can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter. We'll see you guys next week. And remember another down. Do not relent. 
Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.